Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Holderness Family Podcast. We really appreciate it. And yeah. let me t- first, before we get started, I met the sweetest woman today at Target, mm-hmm. Ruthie. And oh, yeah. she was so sweet. And so, and she said she listens to our podcast. So, hi, Ruthie. Hi, Ruthie. Um, and Ruthie's was, daughter, who. She was like, I always forward my daughter your videos, and she's not as into him. I'm like, yeah, not our target that's audience. Not, and she even <laughs> said, this is not your target audience. And that's when you know your target audience. When someone comes up to you and she's like, in ah. Target. And talks about your target audience. Anyway, thank you for everybody who listens to our ramblings here. And we, last week, it was very fun. We got to play our new game, Family Face-Off. It's available for pre-order as you're listening to this, but will be shipped out via Amazon on October 31st. So if you want more information about that, you can go to familyfaceoff.com or search Amazon for a Family Face-Off game. Um at the time we're recording this, it is number one in new releases of games and toys. No, no, board game new releases. Oh, board game. It's such a niche category. Yeah. I love it how Amazon is always like, your product is number one in orange kitchen supplies. Like, <laughs> you would be number well, one in about anything. I mean, let's be honest. That's really smart for Amazon. Yes. You want people to be number one. So if you literally give every, if it was like board games made in North Carolina in Penn's that house. That start with a letter F. Yeah. Number one, y'all. It's smart, right? Because it makes you, like, if you're trying to sell something, it makes you feel good about yourself. It makes you feel good about yourself. So anyway, we are number one in a very small category. And and thankful for it. Board games new releases is not a small category. Also, fun fact, we don't have a board in our board game. Uh, It's a card game. We wanted to make it more portable. So it's a card game with, uh, you know, basically an app that keeps score so you can really take it anywhere. Anyway, well, well, you'll hear us ramble on about that yes. game for a while. Um, and we hope you love it if you've ordered it. But I, we always like to set the scene. Set the scene. Of, yeah. So we are recording this on the day of my husband's birth. 
It is his birthday. Happy birthday, baby. Thanks, baby. It's been a day of rest and reflection. That's not true. Nope. We've been working. <laughs> Happy birthday. Are you kidding Oh, no, no. Me? Sing, oh, no, sing, no, sing, no. Sing, I'm sing. never going to You guys, sing. Kim is such a better singer and such a better musician. Uh, no, yeah, And just as long as you go with Mr. President, I'm going to be all good. So just... <laughs> so it's your birthday. So I wanted to ask you some questions and i think these would be good conversation starters for you know family dinner things like that so if you're listening it's not going to be so completely selfish wait a minute so let's also as we're setting the stage kim gave me lots of very thoughtful birthday presents one of which i live in north carolina and i guess just because i wasn't raised in like a super or even moderately affluent family, <laughs> I've never owned a pair of Air Jordans in my entire life. Yeah. And, and so, she went online and bought me Air Jordans. I'm I know. so excited. He's he I love them. I know. He he grew up well and I don't I never had those types of shoes either. And yeah. we lived a great life and had wonderful parents. But yeah. But anyway, uh that was one of her presents. Another present that she gave me was that I didn't have to do any prep work at all on this podcast. So for my birthday, I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> here's, so here's what got me thinking okay so there is this sort of trend I'll, I'll call it a light trend on tiktok um where you show yourself like in selfie mode or a picture of yourself and then there's a statement written, written over it so one of the women i follow and i need to get her name um she's it she does a lot of space science content and I love that you're doing those now honey that I, you're getting into space science content She's very entertaining. Yeah. Yes. And on, on the text on the screen says, we didn't make the New York Times bestseller list. And she looks kind of disappointed. But then it hits the beat and it flashes to a baby picture of her and the person. And then there are statements over that going, wait, we wrote a book? So basically, it's like the problems, we're so wrapped up in our daily life that we forget to zoom out and just let our younger selves be really impressed by the problems we have, right? So I think that even this week, there are so many things that went, that had no, not out of our control with the technology of Amazon and getting stuff loaded and in, in the, it kept many people up at night launching this game because it wasn't ready and Amazon hadn't turned this thing on. And we were so stressed about it that by the time it turned on, and it got launched, we were relieved, but not like, we never zoomed out and said like, oh my God, we made a game, you know? So under that sort of umbrella, I want to ask you a few questions. Okay. Okay. All right. And so on the umbrella is this TikTok, the inspiration was this TikTok thread where a, a girl was basically saying, who cares? You did. You wrote a book. Like, like imagine what my my like four year old self would have thought about doing this, okay. or even your twenty year old. But yeah, I, 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 I love that. Okay, so Penn, when you were a kid, you wanted to be a astronaut. I thought you wanted to be a video game tester. Well, I yes, I so well, you opened the you found that like book. The yeah, fill in the blanks book, yeah. where I said that I wanted to be a professional Pac-Man player. You wanted to be a so, professional Pac-Man yeah, player. Yeah, that's true. What do you think eight-year-old Penn would have to say about what you do today? I mean, I think, I, I think would be very, very happy and content that that's what happened. That's a, that's such a great way to be uh, optimistic about this, and I love that thought because my my four to eight-year-old self definitely was 
fascinated by video games and my addictive ADHD personality. I wanted to do it all the time. I'll, I'll say I'm glad that I wasn't a professional video game player because I don't think I would have ever left the room. I think mm-hmm. I would have like a forsaken of the, uh, all yeah. of my social skills. Also, I, I did write quite a few books, terrible books when as, I was a, a child, child, and we found some of them. I had like a dog with chest hair. Detective Deceptive. That I wrote, uh, that I wrote one time. And so being able to see that we actually wrote a cogent book would also blow my mind. You're right. I actually, I know sometimes we can be overwhelmed and I can wake up in the morning and I'll, I'll show up and say, Kim, I, I, I'm having a tough time with this. Here's a checklist of 12 things. I don't know how we're going to finish this. But usually at some point during the day, the thought crosses my mind. I can't freaking believe my life. I cannot believe my life to the point that like I need to spend more time just going woohoo mm-hmm. and and celebrating like where we've gone. And I know it's not over. I know we can do better at a lot of things, but my family, my wife, my job, it's awesome. Yeah. And I, I feel because for a big chunk of our life, we did not have awesome jobs. And I did no. definitely, and like right now is such a weird time to be talking to people about jobs because so many are like lucky to have them. And yeah. there's a lot of layoffs and stuff like that. So I'm very aware of that. But, yeah, but we were all there. But yeah. And so if, if you're listening to this as you're folding laundry or driving the car, like what do you think your your younger self would have to say about your life right now. I think that, or, or even something specifically that you've done that was yeah, brave or that was, that was hard. That, that was hard and yeah. you got through. And I, I think my younger self would be very proud and very surprised at what I've created. Well, what did you want to be when you were four? I wanted to be a writer. Yeah. I wrote a lot of books and I want my, my parents, again, they were so, so good to us. And we never felt like we didn't have what we needed, but we weren't one of those families that had like the extras just for the sake of having extras. But I, they did buy me when I was in high school, like a video camera. And it's funny, like I made videos. Mm-hmm. So like, this is kind of what I wanted to be doing. So I think that it would be a shock to be like, why are you staring at the palm of your hand so much? Like I, I'm on the phone way more than I think my eight-year-old self would like when i was that age i had a bunch of synthesizers and sequencers and i had like 15 like devices that would let me just go boom 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 Mm -hmm. and that's it like took all of these things now i have them all on one computer so my eight-year-old self would be blown away by the technology but Mm -hmm. also like i spent this morning doing that i know isn't that crazy i spent this morning audio engineering a song and don't you think it's, I, I know, because your parents weren't psyched that you wanted to go be a musician. And that's why you went and majored in something else, right? They told me that music was a nice hobby. Okay. And they said it several times. They they supported my my passion for it. They got me lessons when they could barely afford it. They bought me this really expensive synthesizer when they couldn't afford it they stretched their budget to support that part. But when I got to college, they were like, okay, now it's time for you to get a real job. But isn't it amazing that if you have a dream, I, the passion gives me kind of the heebie jeebies, but like the word passion, but like if you have a dream or a desire to do something, it will come out. I really do think that even if you had gone to law school, although I can't imagine you as a lawyer or something. If you'd become an engineer or some, one of those very uh, more structured I would have jobs, found a way to sing about it. You would have found a way. <laughs> you would be the guy 
that would have made silly videos or songs in the office. Like you would have found a way to have music in your life. I just think the art comes out if you have that in your heart. And there's proof of that. I mean, YouTube has allowed people to dabble in that. And you've seen like there's a lot of doctor's office out there, a lot of uh, lawyer's offices out there who put videos together. Like what a great thing to do. I I still pinch myself that I do it for a living. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it, it was not what my parents wanted me to do. Next question. So some things have not gone the way you planned. What would you tell your younger self about the years that your eight-year-old self is about to face? Yeah, that they're absolutely necessary. That's what I would tell them. Do you remember The Adam Project? It's like my kid's favorite movie. Oh, I love I think it's, that I movie. think it might be your favorite movie, or it's, it's, it's definitely one, your favorite plane movie. I love that on the plane. It's a good plane movie. How many times have you turned that on a, on a plane? So here's 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 what happened. I only have so much room in my cell phone, and so I or I, or I brought an iPad with me, and I yeah. downloaded it. And so I got into a couple of planes without the Wi-Fi. I'm so, well, are we this most spoiled people? Where's the Wi-Fi? Where's your free entertainment? Louis C.K. had a bit on that where like someone was on the plane and the Wi-Fi went down for a second. And he was like, that's bull bleep. Yeah. And Louis like, you're mad about something you didn't even know existed 20 seconds ago. I know. Like, it, I know. Yeah. So I had it. So I would, I'm like, well, I got this. I'll watch it again. Um, so yes, I watched it. Anyway, in the Adam project, he goes back and, visits his, I don't know, 13 year old self. And he, he lets his 13 year old self get his butt kicked, like get yeah. beat up in the, in the uh, playground. And the 13 year old self is furious at his 40 or however old Ryan Reynolds is self. And was like, I can't believe you let me do that. And he said, you have to have that fight. Yeah. And you have to fate. And I think, again, we, we talked to Dr. Hope Seidel and she's helped me as like, you know, in that parent coach role, that is one of the harder things as a parent. Exposing them to pain and disappointment. We're not ex- but just or letting, letting them, them experience through it. it. Yeah. Like I'm not going to say, I would, I, I would struggle setting them up to get their butt kicked. But even down to, you know, as our kids are 12 and 15 and they start talking about, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, that sort of thing. It's like you have to kind of go through that. And Lola loves to hear about my bad boyfriends, my, my string of bad boyfriends. And she's like, why did you stay with them? I'm like, I didn't know. Like, you don't right. know what you don't know. I'm like, you have to date a guy. No, you don't have to. But it it worked for me to, to be able to know all the red flags so that I could know how to avoid them. Yeah. And yeah. So I would tell my eight-year-old self, isn't it funny that age keeps changing? Let's stick with eight. 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 Um, I would tell my eight-year-old self, you you got to get your butt kicked yeah. Emot- emotionally and physically. You got to get dumped by some girls and yeah. you got to get bullied by some boys. I hate bullying, but whew, it, uh, it, it, it builds character and it builds patience. And all of my most creative moments have come from stress and panic and sadness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I know that doesn't seem that way when you listen to the stuff that we do, but it usually during a time of stress, there's this coping mechanism in my brain that turns it into a song. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. I go to, I start writing and a lot of this, when I get super stressed, it, it's very calming to me and yours goes to music. Yeah. Sometimes it goes to words. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But it, it definitely, it, that's that's where writing comes from. You can ask any comic and they'll tell you that a lot of comedy comes from tragedy. Oh, and I have to say, like, I don't know. I'm fascinated by comedy and the art of it because I think there's an art and a science to really good yeah. comedy. Like why people laugh and what the timing of it. And I don't know that I've heard a story of a comedian besides Will Ferrell that was like, no, my life is great. I think he is probably, and, so Ma- right. yeah. and Melissa McCarthy is another one that like, no, my parents are great. Love them. Had a great childhood. And like, yeah. meanwhile, Dax Shepard's one of the funniest people on the planet and he's been through some ish. Right. Yeah. Most people are like right. that. And they, yeah. they draw on that. We're coming right back. Stay there. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Knowing that you had you have to tell your eight-year-old self, okay, you're going to get your butt kicked, and it's, it's for the best. Now you're turning 48. So what, what, what would you imagine, like, your 68-year-old self would tell your 48? Like, is that different? Yeah. What, what, I, I can guess that it will be different. What, what's, what sort of advice do you guess your 68-year-old self will give your 48-year-old self? First of all, just hearing 48, it sounds so much older than 47. <laughs> I don't know why. Why does 48 sound so much it's older? It's real close to 50. I think that's why, right? When you can reach out and touch 50. Yeah. I mean, it is, 48 is, 47 is on the 45 side of 50. Yeah. 48 is on the 50 side of 50. But, by the way, J-Lo is older than you. J-Lo 
She's been eats, frozen in time. She she does yeah, injects she, and eats. Well, and we does. don't know. If she doesn't. We don't know if she injects anything. The but. super rich have something. Like, come on, Tom Brady. Come on, come on, come on. Come on <laughs> well, come on, Tom Brady. Come I on. mean, is that was that how he normally looks? I, it is not for me to say. Um, we'll talk about this. I'm actually I'm having to get surgery. I it's, know it's not elective surgery, but it's kind of plasticky, and we'll talk about that in a second. My I'm six, so jealous. No, no, no. Okay, no. So, okay, okay. The sixty-eight year old. My sixty-eight year old self would tell my forty-eight year old self to slow down. Mm. To slow down. Yeah. I I can't be the only person who whose sixty-eight year old self is going to tell them that. But Kim, you and I feel like right now we are in like an eight year NFL career. Yeah. I mean, we, we feel, you know what I mean by I that? No, right? every, every single day we wake up with such gratitude that we can create these things and have a space to talk about these things. But like what I mean by NFL is like, it's, there's such a shelf life yeah. in our industry that is similar to, it's probably a little longer. It's sad how short the NFL shelf life is these days. Um, but it's and it's it's higher earning than what you did before. But then, like people are just going to be like, no, "Okay, I'm good. we're there's a <laughs> lot of better options out here that are younger and aren't talking about eyelid uh, surgery being really close <laughs> to fifty. Do you want to talk about the eyelid surgery? Like, okay, you guys, I'm so jealous. I don't, I so don't we we okay. we do our trips to the dermatologist, and Penn, of course, has like this olivey skin that his mother gave him. And so he has no moles. I, I have to go every six months because I'm covered in weird shaped moles. So the dermatologist looks at his eyes and it's like, you know, you can get those fixed. And so Penn, ha I love your eyes. I do love your eyes. But the, your your eyelids have... have they so, have like a droopy, saggy, foldy thing going so on. So both now. of your parents have had this surgery. Really? I 100% know your dad has. Okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure your mom did before. I think wedding. she did that with a little side of Botox and eyebrow lift. I well, think she got, no, I, don't, for, I don't think she had an eyebrow lift. She looked like Dracula's wife at our wedding. I was like, I think what she just did happened? it before yeah, our like, wedding. Yeah, whatever I don't happened, think it was yeah. an eyebrow lift, but I think yeah. she had, it's the, what's the name of it? A blasphemy, blasphemy, blastio, phlegmatonomic. So you have these like very, like the, like the, the eyebrow, the eyelids get are like hooded. Is that the hood? Is that a, is that a good? What's the medical term? Like a hooded ocula. <laughs> I don't know. You're like worried. I'm going to say something else here. I do. <laughs> I do. Um, and so the dermatologist is like, yeah, insurance will fix it. So he went and he had a consult, and they're like, yeah, uh, local anesthesia. First of all, well, we could get the the full Monty. Mm -hmm. Anesthesia. I'm not really a big fan of that. If I if I can avoid it, I like to not. You like to feel the pain. I don't like to get knocked out. I don't want to know what's going on. Mm, like, I what's... I get a colonoscopy every year, and it's my favorite part of it is yeah. getting put to sleep. Yeah. I love it so much. Um, it's a little local anesthesia, and it's like yeah, it, it, they make it sound like they're doing it in a drive through, which is. But then in a couple weeks, you're gonna have fancy new eyelids. I I just don't want to look different. You'll um, not. It won't be drastic. I don't want to look different. I, I just don't want at night to have to like take my fingers and peel my eyes open so I can see the computer or the road when I'm driving. That's yeah. that part's getting old. So yeah. that's that's what it is. Yeah. So they. Um, so anyway. So pen covered by insurance, and so I'm gonna go in and just like really furrow my brow, and in hopes of getting the same surgery. You have the most like 
deer eyes of like anybody. You no, have very. I think I need like. Not what you're pointing to is your eyebrows, which is that's just plastic surgery. <sighs> like you, you're looking for an eyebrow lift, which the guy actually said I qualified for as well. Really? I qualify for a full eyebrow lift in one eye. And he's like, you're going to look different if you do an eyebrow lift. Okay. And yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. No, and I also don't have a problem aging. But like, I could I could get a free, not free, insurance covered eyebrow lift in one eye. <laughs> and then I'd have to pay for the other one. But either way, it's just like. I need to, I don't even know what that surgery, what is it? Anyway. Um, so if, by the way, if you guys have had this eyelid surgery, um, message us because I want to know yeah. what to expect in terms of like recovery. They said, I'm going to look like I got punched in the face for about a week. Do so. you have to like, will you have like eye Peas. patches? Oh, I hope so. Like, are you just going to come out and I could just like take you someplace and spin you around and. I I don't say think, good I don't, luck finding your way home, Holderness. I don't think that's how it works. I do think I have to put peas on them. They, they were like Why? peas are the best thing. Peas, like frozen peas. Yeah, frozen Not peas. Not just like fresh from the farm stand. They want me to pick peas off of a farm and boil them and jam them in my eyes. No, they have frozen peas. So what do you think your eight-year-old self would talk, feel about having eyelid surgery? That would scare. It, 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 Listen, Lola even. You, yeah, she's the, not the, thrilled about the it. The first time you visit mortality or understand the concept of aging and death and like this all being over soon, it is horrifying. It's just like crushing weight upon your soul. At least it was for me. So like I don't want to tell my eight-year-old self anything about aging because my eight-year-old self has so much more time than I do right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is... It feels like when we were sitting at your dad's funeral, which was beautiful, it feels like, you know, when you're in the line, when you're on a roller coaster and there's like the cart ahead of you, like you're going like up, up, yeah. ticking up and there you see the cart ahead of you go down the scary yeah. thing. And forever, I felt like we were at the bottom of it. Right. Like, and now I'm like, oh, wait. We're next over the hill. You well, know what I, mean? I thought forty was over the hill. Like, no, what's, oh, is fifty over the hill? No, I don't think so. But no, I don't think. I mean, there are people who are eighty and kicking it. Yeah, but I don't feel over the hill. But I feel like now we're going. We are going up the. You know, when you were leaned back and your back is pressed against the chair of the roller coaster, like we're oh, on the ride right now. Okay, I'm having a little trouble with this metaphor. Is so? What happens when you get to the top of the hill? Is it the fun stuff or is that death? Like where, so, in for, my metaphor, you're dying. So that's why you're okay. Uh, yeah, you and I are different. I see. To me, over the hill is needs like the fun part. Yeah, which I think starts. Okay, when you're, let's rebrand. Well, yeah. I think that started when we were forty, and we had pretty good forties. So, but we've just got to keep rebranding it every decade so that we make the next decade the most fun one. Yeah, the the loop de loop. Forty's yeah. been fun. It's been a lot of work. It's the hardest I've ever worked in my entire life. Right. And it's been a lot of stress because of the pandemic. I went to a friend's house last week and I hadn't been to her house since the pandemic hit. Um, and I was like, I haven't been here in a whole pandemic. Oh my gosh, you painted everything. It was like a mad, like so much of your life, you know. Well, changed. I remember last time we were there, she's like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. She did all the this. things. She did all of it. Oh, it I bet her house looks great. It looks amazing. Okay. Next question. Is there something about getting older that you really really enjoy yes i am looking forward to and excited about the the absence of work that will for me be replaced by trying something that i've always wanted to try that takes a ton of time to, to be good at like a fun activity
maybe maybe I become a good golfer. Maybe I get to be a better tennis player. May, the, what I really want to do is windsurfing. Um, oh yeah. So I, I, we've we've met some people who are in their sixties who look like they're younger than me, and I think it's because they go windsurfing every day. It's it's an expensive like early buy-in, but the coast of North Carolina and I think lots of other places, it requires basically a wakeboard and wind. So you are dumping no gasoline into the ocean and you're being propelled much like a sailboat but a lot more fun looking across the waves um, it looks intimidating and scary but i i totally want it and but the thing is you and i are never going to be able to be really really good at it until we literally have nothing else to do yeah so that's like it's it's i take something like that and i earmark it and i'm like maybe i'll try it between now and then but i'm not going to be able to really get into it until i'm old enough to retire and so, like, really, it's more retirement than it is that age. But I think it's probably going to happen at around that age. Okay. So I asked about, like, like about the process now. Like, is there a part of your life now? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't answer your question. No, but that's fine. But I, you I answered another question. Okay, no, sorry. I didn't. Maybe I didn't ask it right. So would you mind asking me that question again? Because I'm... Is there something about getting older that you really enjoy? Oh, right. Like, right now? Yeah. Okay. That was more your answer before was a good answer, but it was like something you were looking forward to. I don't. Do you have something that you enjoy? Like, I'm just I'm going through the list and I'm like, no, that was better when I was younger. (laughs) I mean, other than our relationship, I think that like getting to know your wife beyond like the eggshell walking, like Mm -hmm. part of it and seeing your kids become independent. But that's really about someone else and not about me. I, I guess that would be my answer. Um, I like the whole, my knees falling apart and my eyelids turned into old man eyelids and all that crap. My, old man like, eyelids. Yeah. Like I don't, for the most part, it's just better being younger. Right. Uh, Physically but, maybe. Yeah. But also mentally, like I forget stuff and I get tie tie a little bit or I get sleepy earlier. If I, if I try to go out and like have like more than one beer, I have a hangover the last like three days. Like I, you know, there's. It's, it's part a lot of getting older sucks. Um, so your answer could be, no, you don't enjoy. I, you know what I enjoy? Yeah. Help me out here. I think it, this may just be me. I'm not going to speak for all women, but somewhere along the way, women were, we absorbed this and certainly my mother never said this stuff to me. She would never, but we do this like very, we comply we are people pleasers. We don't, this is for me. And I feel like much of my life up until 40, I sort of did what people told me to do and what was expected. And down to, it's so funny. I had this whole conversation. If I, one of the reasons why I love shopping online more than in store is if somebody helps me pick something out, I feel so bad to not buy it. So I will literally buy it even if I don't like it and then go back when I know like the next day when they're not working and return it. Like seriously, it was a problem I had. And so now as I'm older, I do feel the march of time. So I know I don't have enough time to waste anybody's. So if I'm asked to be part of a project, if I'm asked you know, to work on something, if I'm asked to even volunteer on something that doesn't speak to me, I just feel way more comfortable saying no. And I realize the people that they don't get hung up on it. They don't care. They move on. And and I can spend my time with people, organizations, work, 
that me, is more impactful to me. But I think as maybe as a man, you've never struggled with that. Maybe uh, I'm wrong. I, I would like to be more like you in this sense. Uh, I, I, I do say no, and I'm a little more honest in some things, but uh, that's that's a great answer. It, Just it, like the, the liberation. Of liber- yeah, yeah, and it's, I think... I think it comes from realizing I just don't have time to sit around and be and please everybody. I also have become a little a little more bold when I see somebody is being wronged. We had a very contentious tennis match yesterday that my daughter wasn't even in, wasn't even against my daughter. And I... Penn's like, oh my God, I was telling him about it. He's like, oh my gosh, Kim, what did you say? And I walked away because I was about to, some, some adults were behaving very badly towards a child. And I, um, I bit my tongue, but normal Kim, I do now, like I, cause other adults were advocating for her. So she was safe and everything was fine. But I do Younger Kim would never. She would have run away from conflict. Now I will like bow up a little bit and go mama bear if I feel like somebody in a position that isn't in the position to stand up for themselves is. And I, with no cares to be given. Yeah. yeah I, we were at a basketball game <laughs> uh, earlier this year. I feel like we've talked about it on here maybe, but and, maybe not. And a, a child pushed another child. Not even our child. Right. Not even our child. Not even our child. And it got quiet because one parent said something and the referee came over and said, I'm just like, I'm doing the best I can. I saw it. We're dealing with it. Let us do our job. And then because it got, this is like the yeah. third time the kid had pushed and, somebody. And it got really quiet. And then Kim, <laughs> Kim, Kim just goes, these are our children. <laughs> and but it, it was like the third yeah. time. And then it got quiet again. And I'm I'm fine. Like I'm fine with this version of Kim. I'm totally fine with it. But you immediately, like you were clearly ready to say it. And then I think within about a minute you were like, oh, I should, I need to It was that. real quiet when I <laughs> when I when I said that. I still think it's a good point. And, you know, we we went back over it and the other part of it is you have to remember that these referees are probably oh and, and I wasn't mad at the referee yeah. but I just felt like the child should have been removed right um and the ref like yeah it God, was... I will never I, I had to referee a uh just a bunch of my friends kids oh they were God. playing in flag football and they just kept they kept yelling at each other they kept like questioning my calls I'm 47 I'm not an NFL referee and your these eight. kids were 11. <laughs> I had a whistle with me. I blew the whistle and unloaded on all of these kids. I wasn't there. It was almost a year ago. It, it was almost a year ago because um, it was on Halloween. It was like a Halloween football game. We haven't played since because I just, un- <laughs> and all the parents were like 50 yards away listening to me just go like, you guys are never going to make a sport if you act <laughs> like this. Your coaches will kick you off the team within five seconds. And so. Are you going to vo- volunteer to ref this year? N- I think they still do it and they just don't invite us anymore. Like <laughs> I think I'm, I think I've been taken off the list, but on, so it was on Halloween and that night, all of the kids were like, they made it a point to come up to me and say, Oh, hello, Mr. Holderness. I hope you're having a good Halloween. They were being very sweet to me. And I'm like, Oh, they're sweet kids. Are they afraid of me? Like <laughs> I'm not so the kind of person, but I guess that's like, I guess I have gotten to that point where I'm not afraid to say things. I do. God, it's so hard to parent other people's kids. No, and you just shouldn't, in general, shouldn't do so it. So I unless. probably should not have Although, if the you, if, if... It was bad behavior. Yeah, if you saw my kid behaving badly, No, I, please. P- PC was part of the lecture. 
Oh, I'm sure. He got it just as much as everybody else. Oh, no. I, he, by the way, I've had to talk to him because he's been in basketball games where he'll like, first of all, he's 12. So this is not the NBA. There's zero on the line. And the ref will make a appropriate call because yeah. he'll have done something he's not supposed to do. Like, I don't know. What's a basketball call? Like a double dribble? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah, carrying, traveling, carrying, ca- what, what, fouls. One of the He's mostly complaining for fouls because he believes that breathing on him is a foul. Well, no, yeah, and he's like, come on. And that I have yeah. no tolerance for. Um, so I guess we both just don't give a bleep as much as we used I to. I don't. And you find that liberating. I'm still s- struggling with it. I don't know if I find it liberating. I think it's a part of me that's developed that I hope doesn't make people think I'm an old, grumpy old man. Well, but- you're a nice man, so. Okay, next question. Listeners, I hope you are participating as well. Is there something about, oh, I just asked that. Uh, what has become more important to you as you've aged and what has become less important to you? Okay. I'm sorry, this is taking me. Uh, do you have an answer for yours while I'm thinking about it? What has become more important to me personally is experiences and like those moments and I almost I wish there was a way to have like an emotional scrapbook because there are just these really simple simple moments around the kitchen table where we're you know the kids are laughing the dog has done something funny and every like those sort of moments I'm treasuring more and the things that are less important I have to say you know I work out I eat right but I would say in my 20s, I was really borderline obsessed with like what the scale said and what um, what I looked like. And while we were, I was working in TV, so it was very, you know, there's a lot of vanity and ego in that. I just am not as bothered by what the size inside my jeans says. I'm just not as bothered by the number on the scale. Um, there are times I wake up, I'm like, oh, I had three pieces. Like, we've already had one cupcake today for your birthday, and I just got 24 more. So I'm going to probably yeah, eat girl. two cupcakes and feel gross tomorrow. That, there's a difference. But I just, that to me, just like what this scale says, what size I'm wearing is far less important to me. I think what's become more important to me is is the happiness of people around me. I, I've always wanted people around me to be happy. But, and I'm not trying to make myself sound awesome. It makes me happier. And I don't know how this happened. It's really a selfish thing. I'm happier when the people around me are happy. Mm -hmm. And I've got a smaller number of people around me than I used to. Really, it's three. Mm -hmm. And like their happiness is, is so important to me. And it's so funny because we just had a talk with Hope about this. And maybe I'm doing it too much because you really shouldn't be happy all of the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, less important to me, uh, money is already getting there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just starting to just not, like I'm starting to see the finish line and thinking like we can't take this with us. And probably like there's a little, I, I wanted to say the appearance thing, but I still look at myself in the mirror. I still want to, I, I still want to look good relative to my age. So I don't have anything that's, less important to me and i've got to work on that no, i need, no, I need you don't. no you i don't. need to find some things because everything can't be important to you then your hair is all going to fall out mm-hmm. no i but, but uh, work could just mean that you have your priorities straight 
I'm giving myself a C minus for that answer. I think yours was better. You won that answer. Good answer. I also think about these things a lot. I get very reflective. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at being reflective. Like mm-hmm. that's more important to me. Like, yeah. Uh, I think you've just, you know why? Because I want you to be happy. So really it comes back to that. Okay. Next question. I treat my birthday as my own personal New Year's clean slate. <laughs> that is not something that typically you've engaged in because you appreciate life as it comes at you. But do you have any goals for the next year, five years, 10 years, 20 years? Yeah, I do. Uh, I want to I want to get I want to do as much work as I can mm-hmm. without losing my mind. I want to I want to find a balance in my life where I can do as much work as I can to get to the point where I can truly slow down. But I want to find balance as I'm getting there. This is a very 30,000 foot view of things. Mm-hmm. But I would like to learn the best way to get there without killing myself. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in like people are, are kill people around me who I love are literally killing themselves through, Pause. through, through stress. Right. Yeah. I would, I would, let's reword that. No, I like, I was not done with my sentence okay. yet. People, people that I know and love are, 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 injuring their bodies and brains by putting too much stress on the fact that they've got to get their kids through college and they've got to get to a point where they can just stop doing this. Mm -hmm. And I would like to find a good balance for it. Because I kind of love what we do and we've joked that we're going to be podcasting in the nursing home and it's not even going to be plugged in and we're just going to keep talking. And I love writing. I can kind of picture a world in which we're kind of still doing all this because I just feel really lucky to be, be doing it. I love it too. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's not just sitting here doing this podcast. Right. No, I know. I know. There's so much more wrapped. If it was just this, that'd be heaven. I love that. You do? Okay. I was like, you're getting reflective. I didn't know if you didn't like that or if you liked it. No, I love it. Yeah. And I love you. And I'm so happy you were born. Well, thank you. And I hope these questions were a good reflection for everybody listening to the Holderness Family Podcast. I got to tell you, uh, when I was at my dad's funeral, I had three people come up to me. And say, uh, I, by the way, I don't remember half of the reception yeah. afterwards. I was so stressed out. Like I blacked out. Yeah. But I, but I do remember three people, two of them at the same time, then a third one totally independent saying, I just want to share this memory that I have because I, I was a member here at this church where we did the funeral the day you were born. Because mm. I was born on a Sunday. And I guess I was born at like 6.58 or whatever. And their church service used to be at 10 o'clock. And so dad was at the hospital. I was born. Um, I don't, I think they, back then, like churches, like they, there wasn't an associate pastor. It was just him. It was either like, they were all going to sit there and sing hymns or it wasn't going to be there. And I guess he rolled in without a script and just let people have it in a good way. Yeah. Um, you, you know, like, like in like a joyful way about what had just happened. And, um, there's no, he has, he has saved every sermon he's ever written mm-hmm. and this, there's no record of this one because, because. he didn't, he didn't write it. He just went up and talked. Uh, and I heard that story three times and, um, I thought I would just share that cause I thought that was just the kind of guy that he was. And I thought about him this morning when I woke up. What was that like? 
dickhead about him. Yeah. I always, I'm like, I'm happy. Okay, look, I miss him. Yeah. I love thinking about that guy. Yeah. I don't like thinking about the guy who had dementia at the end and tons of health problems. I love thinking about the young guy who was younger than I am right now when this happened. Mm -hmm. So that always brings me joy. It doesn't bring me one iota of sadness. Okay. I don't like think it's it. Death is a gift in some ways because you get that person back. The person like at his peak who I obviously I don't have many memories of him when I was born, but they all had them and it made me think, Oh, we probably had a ton in common in that sense. Yeah. I do miss her dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely miss him. Mm -hmm. But I'm sorry. I know like, no, he would be so proud of you. And I, I, I did, you know, cause my, my parents, called you to wish you a happy birthday. My dad called, by the way. Um, we had to call him back. Um, Your parents are great about that. Yes. And like my grandmother always called you and saying happy birthday. And like that, you know, she, you know, she, and then your oh, dad, yeah. I can, I can hear your dad's voice like peeing. <laughs> yeah, like eight syllables, peeing. <laughs> yeah. It's your daddy. It's your daddy. Do you happy, need money? Happy birthday. You got. <laughs> what, what kind of program are you on now? Can I see it on the television? No, yeah, dad, it's so, the internet. He's so confused about you need money. <laughs> no, dad, <laughs> I don't see you on television. On the... <laughs> Do you have a job? Yes, dad. Oh, I don't hey. understand. <laughs> oh, hey, there's boy. no commercials. There will be, dad. Yeah, Just give it a second. It's okay. It'll be an ad, <laughs> and that money goes to me. Well pennies of that money for the record goes but then you multiply it by a large number and it's dollars dollars and tens of twelves of dollars um okay anyway um thank you for listening thank you for your support and your love and birthday wishes for pen because hey pen i put out a i did like an instagram post for you that would explain my phone melting okay right now that was very sweet of you you, are you smiling because i haven't looked at it yet well because you just you're not on I try to go on it once a day. This day is like normal birthdays. Mm -hmm. You get up, you read the paper. You were very sweet. Read the paper? You know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) You read the paper? If I had a paper, I would read the paper. Mm -hmm. Um, You you get up. I'd subscribe to the online version of our paper. Right. And you did take both kids to school this morning, which is a huge birthday present. Thank you. But then we got, I mean, I got to work at 830. And we have not stopped. But so. my uh, the caption to the birthday post was to quote the Queen Kelly Clarkson, "My life would suck without you." Oh, and that's one of my favorite songs. I know it's really underrated. You guys, my like, life would suck without you is like a bop. I think the problem is the whoever produced it was like, let's do since you've been gone, but change it just a little bit. But just it's still, but it's still like it is up there with most underrated songs. Yeah. My life would suck without you. I feel the same exact way about you. Thank you, baby. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me. And happy birthday to you. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope these questions are good conversation starters in your house. Let us know if you've had eyelid surgery (laughs) and what sort of stuff we should have on hand. But what if they're like, well, you shouldn't do it. And then they take a picture of their eye. And they can't even blink anymore. Falling out of their socket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, if they do it like under local anesthesia, like it can't be that bad. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, because, but your vasectomy, you didn't have, you just had. Oh God. Yeah. And it was a gong show. Weren't you in there for it? I did. I wanted to see it. Right. 
and then you still were interested in that area of my body afterwards. <laughs> oh my like, God. That's, like that's the part that's interesting. Just all of the. <laughs> well, you've seen me have a baby. That's true. See? Same thing. Same thing. So same. I kind of felt like if he saw me have a baby, I felt like I should see how no more babies okay. are made. Yeah. And so we, yeah, seen it all. Oh, good. We mentioned that again. We can get some comments about it. About what? Vasectomies. Yay. Vasectomies are not 100%. I agree. Yeah. Yep. I, I got no problem with them, obviously. Yeah, no, no, but they're not 100% effective. I know that. Could you imagine if we got pregnant right now? No. I had a nightmare. I'm calling it a nightmare that I was pregnant with twins. And then the next day I started my period. So that's really funny. Yeah. But I did. Yeah. Twins. Wow. Yeah. Did they, did they get carried to term or were you, I I think, I think I was pregnant and then I was like, I'm so I feel like we're in this stage of life with our children that they're just, it's great. They're so busy and it's wonderful and they've they've made these choices but i in my dream i was like we're not doing it again we're moving to the beach our children are not going to play sports they're not going to join a club they're just gonna like we're gonna homeschool them we're gonna live on a beach and collect seashells oh so we are doing it again we're just not doing it the way that we used to do it right gotcha we're not doing yeah got it right wanted to clarify that um, it's so funny. We tried to say goodbye about four minutes oh my ago, God, this and is we've been rambling like goodbye. a couple of forty-eight-year-olds. I'm forty-six. I know. Speak for yourself. Yeah, there's this like period of time when she's two years older than me, and then some of the years she's Young. one year older than me. Y- younger. Younger. Sorry. Younger. This is the worst goodbye we've ever said. Oh my gosh! I feel it's like taking forever. It's like trying to leave a cocktail party. It is, and then <laughs> so- especially you. Love you. I am bad because I like the one-on-one conversation more. And that happens when you're saying goodbye. And it happens when you're saying goodbye. Right. So. But then why do you tell me like, go get in the car, honey? No, I'll say let's go. Let's go. And so I didn't say go wait in the car. That's true. But when I you say let's go, I'm like, hey, see you, Tom. And I'm gone. And then. And then I'm just kind of sitting in the because I walk out literally as you say to walk out. And then I look and you're inside. And you're still having a conversation. Because I'm like, oh, I didn't get to talk to you. And now we have to go. And that's fine. So I think the way that we'll fix this, and I, I love that we're talking about this now, is you can just say as long of a goodbye as you want to. And then when you're done saying goodbye, just say, we're going pen. And then I'll go. Hmm. It'll work better. Okay. Love you. <laughs> love you. Should we say goodbye? We can try. I don't know if it's going to work. Goodbye. <sighs> Goodbye. It's like that time I was donating blood and I passed out. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? 
Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.